Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. We're thrilled for you to join us. Say hello, Richard. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) So practical, Richard. Thank you. And a big hello to Koshy, who I'm sure is tuning in after a bender last night. Did he go to bed, Koshy? Or should it be a big goodbye to Koshy? That's right. 21 years, breakfast television. He's my neighbour. David Kosh? Yes. Tell the story. Don't just stop no, there. He's my no, neighbor. no, you know what he does. He drops a name. Yeah, and then, yeah. And to, then you fill in the blanks. Yeah. I used to work at a radio station in the morning. I used to drive out. He'd drive out of his driveway yeah. to go to Channel 7, and we'd stop at the lights at the corner of Wakehurst Parkway and the Pean Highway, mm. if you know that big intersection, put the windows down and have a little chat. So how come you weren't at his big farewell then, if you're such good mates? The cash cow was there. I said he was the neighbour. How is he ever going to be my mate? Okay. Most okay. neighbours hate me. Did he do anything <laughs> that aggrieved you as a neighbour? Oh, no, he, he was a good neighbour. He used to, I'm sure it was David, used to put the big, like, uh, Kurosawa movies on the side of his house, projecting yeah. them A big there. projector, yeah. And we, we just go over there and drink beer on his lawn and watch oh, that's fun. movies. Where's this been? Why wasn't this in the show? Well, Why is it, where? You know, you had to be one of the neighbours. Right, you know. okay, in the crew. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We this weren't. This is not having, you know, anyone there. Did you hear that Julie Andrews wrote him a little oh, letter? Oh, BS. What do you mean? No way. What do you mean? There's no way she would have. Who'd yes. make that up? Julie Andrews? Yeah. Apparently it was a really nice letter because he was saying, especially during uh, media during the week. Do you think that Julie Andrews knows who Koshy is? Yes, because as I was saying, during the week, all he would would do was mention Julie Andrews. My favourite ever guest, my favourite this, my favourite that. She's a hero of mine. And then on these last days. And then his promotional people rang Julie Andrews and said he's retiring. And she said, I'll say something nice. Yeah. It doesn't take long. Okay. G'day, Koshy. All the best. If you're that gullible. (laughs) <laughs> Gullible. Who would you want a letter from? Your last day. Oh, my last day. That's a that's a difficult question. I reckon someone like Roger Federer. Feds. Or Keith you're not even Richards. that big a on your last day. You're not that big a tennis fan though. Why would you go Federer? Yes, I am. You clearly do not know me. Well, I love my tennis. I know you enough, but you don't talk about tennis heaps. Well, we, we never get an opportunity to bring it up. We're on a sports show. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and at the Australian Open, we talk about it. Okay, well, this (laughs) show started after the Australian Open finished, so we didn't get to talk about that. We are currently talking about Roland Garros, but no Australians made the final. If Kyrgios makes the final of Wimbledon, I'll be all over it. I love when she fires up. Yeah. It's good stuff. We didn't really need any of that. (laughs) Thanks, though. Just, who was it? (laughs) Go back to bed. (laughs) I do know you love Keith Richards, though. I do. He's just cool. I don't think his writing would be legible these who, days. Who, who, do you, who would you want? Me, Hilary Duff. Right. I love Hilary yeah. Duff. Yeah. Oh, that's a bit weird. No, nah, is it though? Yeah. I grew up with a I loving Hilary Duff. All I want is is a is a letter. That's all mm. I want. Mm. Just I just want her to. I just I just need her to know I exist. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Duff. posters of her? All I over did your when room. I was a kid. Yeah. Terrible. I did, yeah. That is sus. Not anymore because I'm married Hillary with children. Duff. And that'd be, that would be strange. Yeah. What about right. you? On my last day? Yeah. Like what Napoleon or... <laughs> Peter Volandis, maybe? Accounts payable. Nice. <laughs> nice. Big fat bonus. That's it. We like that. Um, this... I, left a, I left a TV station, a quasi TV station. Yeah. Uh, after 20 years of service, nothing. What did you want? Was this when nothing? <laughs> yeah, okay, but you you've brought it up, so it's no, but it was, fires you up. Was, what did you want? No, no, nothing. I didn't want it. Like a fanfare no. farewell, no, like what she got. Just, they just was this just the one slammed though, the door behind me. Was this the one though where you 
th- they wanted you to wear something, but you refused. Yes. Brendan. Ah, yes, okay. So, yes, Brendan. They he, wanted me to wear a tie. That's right. I and said, he, get yourself another presenter. That's correct. And they did. And then they got him nothing <laughs> as a going away nothing. gift. Or oh, blow me down with a feather. <laughs> not, even a, not even a bad sponge cake. No. A beautiful how, bun cake. How good is a sponge cake? Yeah, they're pretty good. They're all right. They are. You can have all these elaborate cakes, but a sponge cake, and I think Coles, they do a really good sponge really? cake. Oh, at the end of the they aisle? They do in the bakery good section. Wow. Terrific input. Hey, did you hear? <laughs> <Did> you... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Did you hear about this no. um, during the week? No, I didn't. Well, I haven't said it yet. Um, a, they took a survey. They found that 50% of men and women don't wash their feet ever. What do you mean? Like you're in the so, shower and you go down, put soap on them and scrub them. Or lift them up, whichever you well, prefer. Really? I don't. I don't either. And I find it very dangerous because I've, yeah. I've probably done it in the past and it gets very slippery. Slipping yeah. and sliding I, all over the place. I'm not sure I can see mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Richard's out straight away. But if, you, if you're standing in the shower and it's wet anyway, that's washing your feet. So yeah. dangerous. What have you got to scrub between your toes? And Is that what they want? Well, that's the thing. And then, listen, there was someone on another station, a very famous person, I'm not going to name names, um, and they said they weren't cleaning parts of their <laughs> genitals. Well, not cleaning the junk. Self-cleaning. And it's like, hey, no one asked because we're talking about feet. Really? And then that bit of information that was just offered. Is stinky. Well, I would have well, thought. Well, you know, is it? <laughs> well, the situation. I mean, uh, doesn't everybody wash their Bit. I would have thought so. I would have thought. We're oh. looking at producer Beck for an answer. Doesn't everyone else wash them? Yes. I think <laughs> wash it, but I don't. No, but in all seriousness, I think as a female, I don't think you should add too much soap down there because it can irritate the area and dry it out. Gotcha. So just be careful how much think, soap you put I there. I think the lather's the only attraction. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's a good warning. Yes. It's a good warning yep. for our female listeners. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's up next, Brendo? The, sorry, that was the sound of Richard Lathering. <laughs> That's what that sound was. Hey, we've got a massive show. Uh, Aaron Woodsy Woods joined us. He's uh, Manly Seagulls, absolutely thumped the Dolphins. He was up and about about that. Uh, the PGA is merging with Live Golf. Didn't think you'd see the day. Never, no. never. No. And see, then... what, here's what money does. You mm. know, it was always going to be just who had the most money. Guess who did? You love talking about money. Well, no, money's the root of all evil. But I still like talking about it. What's your favourite banknote? And now I know you'd probably say the hundred dollar bill, but I don't think it's the most attractive. No, I like the twenty and the five. I like the twenty. Yeah. I thought I'm a big lobster guy. Yeah, mm. I thought the one. Okay, that's little, going. The little brown. I like the colour so of the five dollar note. Yeah, <laughs> the, I like the colour. You of can't the even five. remember the one, can you? No. You've never held, oh, have you ever held on. the one dollar yes, note? Yeah, I think I have. I think it what went out was in it? the eighty brown. What colour was the two dollar note? I can't remember that one. Hey. When did that? Was that 74? $2 note was green. Was that? Mm. Mm. That's a well, lot of notes. Mm. One, two, five, 20. Yeah. That's why they called them. Five. A little piece of coral. Mm. Okay. And the bluey. Then the lobby. Then the pineapple. And then the whale. And then for those that are still awake, <laughs> here's the show. <laughs> Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.
You would say there's some good vibes in here. It feels right. It feels good. It, it feels great. Wonderful. I'm going to ruin okay. that right now. Oh. I had a dream about you, Candice. Whoa, whoa. That's this the, is getting hang on, a bit sick. Brandy. Yeah. Are we on delay? I'm I'm ready for it. Yes. I'm in no way married. Okay, first of all, in no way is it libidinous. It is all above board. Libidinous. Libidinous, that nothing depraved, anything like that. At least say some words that I understand. It's not uh, sexual. You understand libidinous. It's not sexual. Uh, you get the vibe, don't you? But I woke up, I woke up thinking, you know when you feel like it actually happened in real life? And I thought, how could you do that to me? Yeah. So anyway, it starts. What did she do to you? Uh, yeah. So anyway, the dream start, we were in HR. Okay. Not a great start. Really? <laughs> Not a great start. You're taking me to HR and we're all sitting there. Your whole family's there. Everyone we work with was there. Uh, you were a notable admission. Of course. Of course. Uh, I'm not admission. going to HR. Yeah, you weren't coming. He would have sent a message going, I'm going to be late. Yeah, yeah. And he by didn't the want... way, this doesn't sound like a dream. Sounds like a premonition. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you didn't want a bar of it. Anyway, we're sitting there. You had confided in me that you love your husband so much. You love Dave. And you you were wrapping him deluxe to me. And I had mentioned that to Dave. I was like, oh, your wife really loves you. And you were furious that I'd let the cat out of the bag, that you love Dave so much. And you took me to HR for it. I was like, I just told, I just told him what he probably already knows. And I've got a, I've got a warning. <laughs> you, this is dreams. how you spend your time. In my subconscious, it would appear so. How good a how good a dream! Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Love them when you're in them, and you're you're the star of the dream. You know, I'm always the star in my own. (laughs) What does it mean? What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it means. I'm. It probably means that you're. I know you've got some frustration. Do you want Mm. to bring that out on air? No, (laughs) I don't. No, that's only your dreams, Richard. Sure. Yeah. Like, you'd never take me to HR? Nah, not. In real life? N- wouldn't say it to your face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good stuff. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. Weren't there some floppy fins last night at Four Pines Park? Oh. Manly running roughshod over the dolphins. Dolphins were dreadful. Their defence, oh my goodness. But how calm and cool was Wayne Bennett in the presser afterwards? Like He knows that the wheels aren't completely off yet. They are out of the top eight, which mm. is very interesting. But, um, yeah, they've got a bit of work to do. Well, this man's uh, manly seagulls, they were on fire. Unfortunately on the bench because he's injured, but Aaron Woodsy Woods joins us this morning. Morning, Woodsy. Good morning, legends. What a great night that was. What do you put it down to, Woodsy? I mean, that was that was a proper thumping. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, we had a good feeling going on the game. The, the preparation was really good. Um, you know, we had a week off with the bye uh, last week, so the boys got to recover and refreshen up a bit. Um, and like I said, we had a really good week of training. Um, did we know that performance was going to come? We, we thought we were going to go with a good performance, but we didn't think we'd score 58 points. So... Ooh. Um, and, and you got to look at the Dolphins. They're, they've been such a great side this year. A lot of people have been, you know, waiting for them to fall off the, you know, off the mountain. But they've been going so well. Um, they're a side that, you know, even when we're up by, I think it was, you know, 28-6 at half time. you know, they've come back from 26-0 down. Mm. So you still have your guard up. And, um, you know, a really good performance from the boys last night. It was something that we really, you know, it, it just gives you a good bit of a, a headspace going into next week. Talking about a good performance, Ruben Garrick, he was outstanding. He's now scored a try in four consecutive games. Yeah, Big Gaz has been outstanding. Um, you know, and, and he, he was playing uh, centre last night too, Candice. So it was a, a change of position for him. He's done. He's just a good team man. You put him anywhere in that side, he just loves being around the boys. Um, great goal kicker. He's one of those guys that you know 
when you score a try, you know you're going to go up by sixes, not fours. Um, and like I said, it was really good to see him at, at centre in a different position, and he really handled himself well. Um, there's a there's a moment in the game, you know, where young Croker put like a, a fluky kick in, and then you just see his effort to chase that ball and to get that try. And you know, there's three Dolphins defenders around him, but he wanted it more. So awesome by him to show that he wanted to be out there. And how long before you're back on the field, brother? You've had some issues with your thumb. Yeah, hopefully back next week, guys. Um, I was touch and go for last night, which the boys didn't really need me anyway. So <laughs> I'm lucky to make inside into the side next week with the way they perform. So hopefully I'll get it all clear from, from the dock this week. And um, I've started doing some contact work now. So, yeah, fingers crossed I get to play out next week. All right, fabulous. Now, we're going to talk a little bit of origin. We know that there's going to be up is out, clear is out. How many more changes do you expect to see when they announce the team? I think it's on Tuesday they announce the is team. Is it Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, it just gets bad to worse when you be a New South Wales Blues, doesn't it? <laughs> theory goes down, you think it can't get worse. And then, mate, bloody happy goes down the other night. He's been awesome. Oh, so, no. obviously, there's going to be some changes that need to be made, obviously, in the halves. Um, well, definitely halfback. Um, then you're going to have to have a new hooker. And with the hooker, they were talking about maybe bringing in one on the bench. So, does that move Nico Hines to the starting team or does Nico not play? There's just so many different areas that. I'm really intrigued to see what Freddie does with the side because there's so much talk about, you know, is it going to be uh, Walker in the halves? Is it going to be Luai still there holding his spot? Does Moses come in? Does Adam Reynolds come in? I want in? you to uh, tell me, who do you think is going to be yeah. the halves combination? That's what, that's what, what I want to hear, yeah. Woodsy, too. I oh, want to hear yeah, what you I'm, think. I'm happy to tell them, mate. You know me, I don't really care what people think. So, <laughs> honestly, I'd probably go with, if, it was, if I was the coach, I'd go with Moses at, at half. Um, and I'm not my five eight. I'm not not sure yet. I'd go either Nico or Cody Walker. No, no, no. I don't know about that. Just pick one. one. You can't can't get this close and go. Oh, not really sure, mate. All right, listen. This is so. It depends. If Latrell plays, I'd go with Walker at five eight. If Latrell doesn't play, I'd bring in Nico to start five eight. Then what about Reynolds? No, no. I'd go with um, Moses at halfback. Yep. You, you, can't have, you can't have all the South Sydney side. No, no, listen. Or well, they've got all the Penrith in there. But with <laughs> until Reynolds, last he plays game. at Suncorp. That's his I home understand. stadium. He knows the weaknesses that the, the Broncos players that are in the Maroons team yeah. have. We've, we've all played at Suncorp. I don't want to go for that, mate. Come on. Oh, <laughs> we've, all we've all played at Suncorp. We've all played at Suncorp. No, we all haven't. I haven't played there, okay? <laughs> right, Woodsy. What's on the rest of the weekend, Woodsy? It. Are you on one of our shows? What, what's how, are you doing Saturday Scrum? Yeah, I'll be in for the last hour of the scrum and get to call my old team, the Dragons, for South Sydney. So, you know what, Candice? Mm-hmm. The Dragons might be a big chance. I'll boil today. over. Oh, well, it's about time they had a win. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> uh, Woodsy, Gosh. wonderful stuff. Catch you after midday. Uh, have a good one, brother. Nah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I love it. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. And this did happen overnight. The Warriors got the job done against the Raiders. Emphatic 36-14 win uh, in Canberra. Very sadly on Jared Croker's 300th milestone game. Yes, and it was an ex-Raider who did a lot of the damage too. Mm. Chance Nickel Clockstone. Very good. He's uh, he, he played a blinder. Mm. Yeah, he did. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not going to lie. I was watching the cricket. <laughs> Fair enough. So Fair that's enough. Why, it is your business. That's why I'm just a bit like, but I did see some of the replays and um, 
the Warriors. I mean, they're looking good. They've won, I think, three or four games away this season now. Mm. Somehow they've worked out how to just apply pressure and keep it on. Even yeah. when, when, when things break down, they just reapply, reapply. Well, Johnson just looks like a new man. Remember there were calls for him, I think it was late last year. You need to retire, mate. Yeah. And now he's one of the best in yeah. the comp. Now well, he's looking for a new contract, right? Well, did he not mm. go off with yeah. a HIA last night, returned, yep. and then went and scored a try? Yeah. No, for, phenomenal. Was that in the replay? I wouldn't be negotiating <laughs> that contract. The KO minis, love him. I wouldn't be giving him a new extension or a contract. What, are the Warriors? No, that's not, madness. Not yet. Ah, uh, little carrot. Yeah. You know what they're like. You dangle it. You know what, what players are like. Yeah. When they're Why playing, do you have to dangle playing it? Playing for the contract. Because that's what they do with horses or donkeys, I think. Isn't that right? Uh, yes, theoretically. Yeah. That mm. does, no, it doesn't happen that way. Like, <laughs> I don't know where it comes from. Okay. <laughs> you know everything else. Yeah. Uh, we touched on it very briefly with uh, Aaron Woodsy Woods earlier. The New South Wales Blues spine's taken a real hit ahead of Origin Game 2. Uh, no halfback, Nathan Cleary. No hooker in Appy Coruscant. There's a Souths trio Cam Murray, Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, they're all under an injury cloud. Uh, things not great for the Blues going into game two. Well, injury cloud, no, n- those three guys will all be missing from today's game yeah. against the Dragons. Um, yeah, it's we really don't know if they're going to be even available. Jason Demetrio says they're, they're every chance to play Origin. So. He did. He said that on uh, on a, an interview yesterday. He said that, look, these guys, there's not that much wrong with them. You know, Origin's another couple of weeks away and yeah, but, okay. they'll be right by but did Campbell Graham not – did he either pull out of origin or be dropped once when he was selected because he couldn't make the training? Uh, yeah, apparently he wasn't he wasn't fit enough to train. He had to take injections just to train. So, so that's why he went home. What about okay, this for so a then what about theory? these three? What about them? Yeah, if they aren't able to train in that full week in the lead-up Yeah, it's to a, game that's two. a really good point. Really yeah. good point. Here's my conspiracy theory. Oh, good. You want one? Yeah. You know what? You're so negative about everything. You think everything's conspiracy theory. That's why he's and... on the show. <laughs> been <laughs> doing it for honest. 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Where All have right. you been? Oh, right. that's what he does. <laughs> anyway. Tell us. I reckon once they lost the first of the uh, State of Origins, mm. the uh, they're not so keen on, you know, Stepping away from the club. No. Do you know what it is? You know, the spate of injuries. That and... is a very negative mindset because I reckon these players, they'd be like, no, this is a huge challenge to go up to Brisbane. And yep. if we go up there and yep. we win, how yep. good does it make us See, look? I've seen this happen You've before. got the negative mindset. I've seen it happen in AFL. Who cares? Yeah. That's what happened in AFL. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly there was a spate of injuries. Oh, yeah, but so I'm okay for the club so, team. So you yeah. don't, yeah. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Um, Adam Reynolds in a Blues jersey again, old head up to Suncorp. I don't mind it. Well, the Broncos played um, Sharks last week, and I have to say that Adam Reynolds got the better of Nico Hines. Mm. I reckon he had a far superior kicking game to Nico, and we know that a kicking game is so important when it comes to origin. So uh, I think he would be – I think he would do a really good job. And very quickly, uh, this season opener in Las Vegas meant to be a double header. Uh, this thing is expanding by the day. They're looking at a week-long 10-match extravaganza <laughs> over in Vegas now. Like a, like a magic week. Yeah, it would seem so. Just an, like an Aussie Expo sort of thing. They're even trying to court the NRL uh, Irish Rockers U2 to yes. perform wow. as part of the program. Well, that's going to be very expensive. That's a bit of a snore fest, isn't it? I, don't I mean, know. I like U2, but are they... We've I seen think them. They're fabulous. They've got a couple of upbeat songs. They won't play any of that, you know, any off, any, nothing off their new what, albums. But what about something a bit more? Mo- like, what about the Killers? They're from Vegas. No, 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 one, no, no one who watches rugby no. league wants the Killers. Well, who would you have? You know, I, I, Paul Anker. 
What are you? <laughs> what are you into? Andrea Bocelli. Andrea Bocelli, no, a bit no. of classical. No, no. They, they, they want just they want they want rockers. What about um, Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters is good. Yeah, Fooies would be good. Oh yeah, my God! I'll, I'll See, like, yeah. Oh, it was a good suggestion. Yeah, I wasn't no. expecting that. You two is fine. <laughs> if they go with you two, I would be happy with that. But Foo Fighters would be. Brilliant. Yeah. All right. One of the great bombshells in the sporting world was dropped on Wednesday. It was announced feuding golf organisations live in the PGA were merging. Mm. Told it was never going to happen. No. And then it happened. It did. <laughs> For more on why and what now, we're joined by a Fox Sports golf expert and friend of Richard Friedman, Paul yes. Gow. One of my good mates, Gowie. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys? We're well. We're well, thanks, mate. Now, let's hook straight into it. How does the PGA live with itself? They spent the last two years telling players, oh, stick with us, uh, stay with uh, knock back those hundreds of millions, we're going to survive, we'll crush them, speak out for us, only to capitulate last week and say, oh, now we're joining the, uh, the, uh, the Saudi public investment fund, hmm. which means basically, doesn't it, Gary, a takeover? Absolutely, it is. It's all about money. Uh, so money wins out. Neither of the you know the PGA all live win on this. It's all just about money uh, at the end of the day. So, you know, something was going to happen at some time. None of us knew when. Uh, it's way earlier than, than we all thought. But yeah, the, the PGA Tour, um, it's really a cop out in the end. They they can't go head to head with a you know with money. So they uh, they went with them. I think there's going to be a bigger announcement. Uh, in, in weeks to come, why this happened? Because Jay Moynihan, everything was behind closed doors. Not even Greg Norman, Tiger Woods, or or, or McElroy knew anything about it until five minutes before it was announced. So I think there's more to play out. I think there was a number of players, big name players, that were heading over to the Live Tour, and uh, the PJ Tour couldn't afford to let them go because TV ratings were going down. Uh, you didn't have your Dustin Johnsons and some of the best players in the world, and it was it was very parted. So the the, the golfing Paternity, um, you know, was getting quite split. So I think there's more to come. And, and the deal's not really done. So I think there'll be more to play out. You talk about those players, Rory, Tiger, both really vocal um, in their stance against Liv. They must be furious mm. about this. Oh, they've got to be filthy. And, you, if, you know, McElroy speaks very well. And, and he was the one that actually wore it the most. He'd get to every tournament and he stood up in front of the press uh, and he would... Um, you know, give his opinion, and he was, he was quite forthright with it with other players, and he's filthy with it. Um, and he said that the players that are coming back, if they're registered to come back, they need to be fined. He said, we just can't open our arms up. And I, I agree with him. I, I, you know, I was an advocate for Liv. I, I think it was a good disruptor for golf because the PGA Tour are bullies. Uh, they've bullied our country here. They've, they've, you know, they've, the demise of our tour back here in Australia and the pathways for our kids was, was turned over in 2013. And the PGA Tour didn't care. They had a wraparound season that really stopped us from, you know, our players from playing back here when they, they'd come home at the end of the season. So they're a bunch of bullies. And uh, McElroy and, and Tiger, too, he was quite vocal, too, that they, uh, they wouldn't be happy with this at all. So, so, so this is a positive thing? Oh, 100%. Yeah, it is. It really is. For world golf, uh, absolutely. Uh, we don't need wealthy people, you know, um, you know sort of fighting this out. We need to grow the game of golf. We need more women and kids into the game. We need to invite more people into the game. And I believe the structure going down to grassroots is a lot better than just a bunch of um, overpaid athletes playing at the top of their sport. But usually when there's a merger, there's peace, but there seems to be more acrimony. So, I mean, how sustainable is this going forward? Yeah, great question. It's, uh, you know, the big boys and you've got egos, right? So I guess that's why Greg 
Norman was left out of the, the discussion there, you know, because he hasn't got on with the PGA Tour for years. Because uh, he had this idea of a world tour, you know, 30 years ago when the PGA Tour uh, basically squashed it and then started their own world, like their WGC event. Mm. So he's still he's still bitter and twisted with that. So I don't know how long Greg's going to last there um, because yeah. it, it will be they'll be knocking heads. But there's a lot to play out, a lot of logistics in it. Jay Moynihan, I, I'm with you, Richard. I, I don't know how he keeps his job because um, the players in the in the players meeting in Canada last week, uh, they were asking for his head, and uh, it's a players' organisation. So, if the players want him gone, they'll make it happen. We love a bit of a rumour here, and you alluded to it earlier. Some big name players going from the PGA over to Live Golf, which might have triggered this whole um, merger fiasco. Name names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a guess, but I'm thinking someone like John Ream. I'm thinking someone like Hideki, Hideki Matsuyama, um, who originally, uh, Hideki, who is so big uh, in, in Japan, Japan yeah. and it's a market for them. Uh, he, he passed up something like $400 million to go. So um, Xander Shoffley, uh, guys like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, I, I've got an inkling that those guys, and I'm not, I'm not sure this is a rumour, but I think some big names would have, would have walked because uh, they've got endless amount of money. They've, their budget was $4 billion, the Saudis, so that'll, that'll buy a lot of players. As far as you know, and just quickly, does this affect the players who went to live? Does this affect their contract or do they just keep all the money they got? Yeah, that's the bit we don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to find that out. I've asked a lot of questions in the last couple of days. Um, I, I've been told it doesn't. They still get paid in full. Amazing. Uh, yeah, amazing that it's in there. So it makes Cameron Smith and Dustin Johnson, the guys that went for the big money, uh, it makes them look really, really Wouldn't they just stuff. be sitting oh. back well, now smirking you know, going, I told you so. I, I have some feelings for uh, for Tiger and for Rory and that. You know, I can understand why they're upset, but they backed the wrong horse. What does loyalty get And, you, and the other guys know? backed the right horse. Yeah. It, the human element is, is fascinating, and we thank you for the insight, Paul Gow, uh, Fox uh, Golf expert. You've, uh, there's a new show starting, uh, How Good Is Golf? Yeah, it's after my favourite show on Fox Sports, which is the back page. Where we're yes. starting on Tuesday night. <laughs> so we're going on the back of the back page at 8.30 on Tuesday nights. It's called How Good Is Golf? It's uh, where to play, what to play, how to play. So a bit of fun. Perfect. Paul Gow, thank you so much for your time. We'll uh, talk soon. Thanks. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Australia doing yeah. very well against India. And now yeah. I want to ask Candice. Yes. So, how many more runs do you think we need? We're about 296 in front. 296. Uh, in the second innings, we are four for... 120-something. Something like that. Yeah. But uh, India really, they know how to fight. They hang on and they know how to fight. And there's been times in the past where we've had 400 and, and they've... And um, it hasn't been enough. And it hasn't been enough. So I think definitely... We need, I would say, a day and a and an so, innings so, to, to so bowl them out. When when do we need to stop batting? Whether we declare or whether we're all out, what, where do we need to get? Look, to? I think if we got four hundred, another hundred, another hundred and fifty, but oh, you got to bat till midway through the middle session, though. Yeah, you? yeah, I. You think don't want to so. give them too long to get. No, it. you don't want to give them too long. Um, yeah. But there needs to be a winner. Yes, yes, indeed. There um, needs to be a winner. That's how sport works, yeah. <laughs> generally. No, well, so if it was well, going to be, uh, I, someone did say if it was a draw, then Australia would have taken that. But no, there has to be an outright winner. An outright winner. Yes. Okay, yes. No, okay, I understand. Yeah. Uh, Ange Postacoglu, the first uh, Aussie uh, coach in the Premier League, is we're going to unpack that with Adam Peacock after 11. Right now, it is a huge day of racing. We love it. The Stradbroke Candy Cup up in Brisbane. Yes. And 
I always love having a bet in the Stradbroke. Good value, big field, people. Huge field. The pools are big. Is the horses are great. You, is there a Saturday that you don't say, oh, it's a great day? That's no, a big day. It's always <laughs> it's a big always, Saturday. I feel like it's always but a big day. You're absolutely right. It is. They are big. It is. That's That's... <laughs> Our sport. Is this the last day of the Winter Carnival? <laughs> no. The Winter Carnival does extend on beyond this. They've sure. Got, they've, got, they've got to go to the Sunshine Coast, Ipswich, back to In Eagle Brisbane, Farm. it's the end. In, no, it goes back to Eagle Farm. It goes Eagle, back. Eagle Look Farm. That, it never stops, Candice. It never stops. It never stops. Yeah. The Winter Carnival will stop when it ceases to but be this is the But this is the crescendo. <laughs> yes, right. Today. Gotcha. The crescendo comes today. And it comes in race eight which is the Stradbroke Handicap. Yeah. And we have found one at double figures, which Brennan and I agree on. The only thing is, the caveat is, it's drawn 19. It's not a great barrier. No, I, I, I can't remember how many of the emergencies didn't get runs. They may have been drawn inside, so it might come in a couple of it, couple of. It games. has come in a little bit. Has it? Yes. Yeah. So, number 12, Aft Cabin. Hmm. Now, I've always accused this horse of being a little bit soft under the major pressure, but his last start win, he looked to me like he'd, he, he's found his mojo. What about the jockey and trainer? Who, who's that? Well, James Cummings for Godolphin. And Karen McAvoy. Well, oh, well, know, good combo there. We're, we're going mm. well there. Okay. Karen's actually in great form at the moment. He is. Fantastic form. Um, so get double figures for it too. And Godolphin have had a, a stellar season. So I think it's got a bit going for it. $14. That's what compensates you for the, for the risk you take from Barrier 19. Mm. He'll be three deep, I reckon, without, with cover. They'll, they'll drag him in behind one to get some cover, but he'll be three away from so the fence. So how far is this race? 1,400. Oh, Okay. Yeah. What does that matter? Oh, I like what it. does that mean well, to you? Well, to me, I think that's a sprint. It is. I like it a, is sprint. a sprint. It yeah. is. And it's, I like a sprint. the longer end of the sprint. Yeah, I like a sprint. When but does it doing... cease being a sprint? Well, I think once you get to a 1,600, you know. You get to a mile. Then you're a sprinter miler. Yes. Right? And then beyond a, a mile, you're in middle distance. Yep. And then when you get to 2,400, you're a start. Yeah, mm. I like the sprints. How come we don't run the really, really long races? You know, they're over in... boring. <laughs> no, That's they're why. not. Is that yes, why? You know, like the 4,000 metre. Because I, I just, we don't have the horses in this country for that. Yeah, okay. We, we have sprinters. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, hey, they stopped racing in Singapore. Yes. The tracks, did you hear yes, about this? I did. The tracks disappearing I, in Singapore. 180 years of history. It's got they, to do with the government, though. The new government what, came what, in. What or? happened? They, they, they put up a casino in Singapore. They never had any. Uh, the only form of betting in Singapore, legally, was at the races. But then they put the casino up. And so the government goes, oh, that's an easy way to get money. That racing industry is a bit hard to manage. you know. And they just let it dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. And oh, then they said, and, and, it's, and it's all off. <laughs> now, you think about this. Probably 800 horses in Singapore. Yes. What are they going to do with them? Well, they're going to export them. To where? Here. Here? What are we going to do with them? Well, you're a trainer. You tell us. Train them? Who's going to own them? You? You see see what I mean? This is a problem. You know, we've got to be careful that those horses don't suffer for that decision. Correct. People should keep an eye on that. Blew my mind. Well, they're just going to build apartments there at the racetrack. Yeah, they just one of the land is uh, 126 hectares, I think there is, a big area right. in Singapore, and they're just going to build apartments on it and racing gone. ceases to exist. Mm. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Four and 20. They've been there for it all. Australia's original fan food. The Dead Set Legends, Player of the Week. And we always let Candace decide she's the best arbiter of these things. You reckon? 
I, well, I do. That's why we let her decide. What do you reckon? It's Jared Croker. Yeah. How can it not? He's uh, played his 300th game last night. Only the 48th player in first grade. And it was, um, obviously they went down 36 to 14, but it was such a special occasion down in Canberra. 22,000 people. He is the ultimate club man. Um, he was dealt so many injury blows. There were times where even Ricky Stewart, the coach, had told him to retire, but he believed in himself. He came back, um, and it was just so many, like such a, a beautiful scene last night. You know, before he walked out and the Viking clap, he was just so emotional with his son Rory in his arms, and it was just a huge occasion. So when you see things like that, you understand why Ricky Stewart put him on ice or rested him yeah. the week before. And was so gonna, emotional, yeah. yeah. If you're going to produce a model player and say, here, son, you, you've got it. a lot of talent, model yourself on this guy, mm. he'd be one of those guys. That's it. And that internal yeah. fortitude to come yes. back after being told, hey, yeah, you should by, retire. By Ricky Stewart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, he, he said after the game that he was more proud, um, you know, than he had ever been, more proud to be a Raiders than ever before. And you say he loves his racing. Well, Tommy Berry was down there celebrating with yeah. him. Oh, I know. He loves his racing. You know, he, he owns Trotters. Oh, well, uh, don't okay. hold that against him. <laughs> <laughs> he said with his nose turned up. <laughs> trotters. <laughs> Jared Croker I could will... never train Trotters. You know why? Why? Too much gear. There is a lot of gear. A lot of gear. It gets really gear. dirty too. Bit of fun at Menangle though. That's just down the yeah, road But that's me. got nothing to do no, with No, nothing to do with so, this. Sorry. No, it's not. And you're right. He is the man of the moment. He, he is, is our 4 and 20 yes. player of the week. Well done to you, Jared. It was very interesting though that Canberra couldn't get up for that game. And they should have. Yes, they should Especially after the last couple of months they've had. That was disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah. But good on you, Jared. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of a clip, but still our player of the week. Who suggested these guys for the, Me. the gig in... Uh, so the NRL going to Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. You two are being courted to play during uh, Aussie Expo Week. I think you want ACDC. I thought that they would be sensational. And I think this is fair. Bit of th- Plenty uh, going on in the worlds of tennis, cricket and soccer. And you might be thinking, surely there's no human that could be so well-versed as to give us a quick rundown in all these areas. Erroneous, Richard. Ah, yes. Erroneous. Uh, this man is called the tennis. He's part of the Channel 7 wo- Women's Soccer World Cup commentary team. He can be heard on listeners' Willow Talk podcast. Who is this magical man? It is, of course, Adam Peacock. Good morning, my friend. That's an intro and a half. What about that? <laughs> yes, I worked really hard on that, Adam. Good morning, Ed. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good, Rich. Yeah, let's talk. Well, I'm going to open up. I'm going to talk about tennis. Now, it's a bit harsh. The old crowd at Roland Garris, they were booing when Alcaraz went down clutching his leg. I mean, there's no way he's tanking Alcaraz, is there? It's a bit, a bit harsh, isn't it? No, um, the the French Open crowd notoriously they'd boo Santa Claus if he was giving free money away. Yes, <laughs> yes. They'd, they'd find they'd find that a reason. To it, but no, um, yeah, Alcaraz, poor guy. He uh, he went into a full body cramp um, after or late in the second, early in the third set. Great contest between him and Novak in the in the semi, and in the end it it, it told because Carlos couldn't could barely move, and, and Novak ran over the top of him to make the another French Open final. But, uh, yeah, he, he couldn't do anything about it. Like, it, like it was that bad. You, you see the pickle juice come out these days. He could have drunk a vat of pickle juice and it wouldn't have done anything, <laughs> the poor guy. He, he could not move. So that was that was the end of him. So jo- Djokovic gets into a, another final and looks to extend his, you know, Grand Slam record there, playing Casper mm. Rude. Last year, Casper, dad joke coming, dad joke's oh, warning. God. Yeah. 
He got a rude shock last year. Oh. Hmm. Will he get another one this year? Good one. Thought you were going to throw the Rodney in there. Um, <laughs> his Australian name, but anyway. Um, no, he uh, he's a very, very good player, but whether or not he can cope with Novak, who, who hasn't been at his absolute top Novak this clay court season, but he's, he's just done enough. And look, that, that, I'll go back to the semi final against Alcaraz. It, it, it would have been a fantastic five set contest if Alcaraz didn't cramp, but we'll never know. And Novak gets the, the boost of getting in without having to exert too much in sets three and four. So he, he goes now for his 23rd to equal Nadal again at, at the top. So that's huge motivation for Massive. him. I've, I've got Djokovic a clear favourite, and Rude just needs to play the match of his life and hope Novak's a little bit off. All right, Adam, we're going to move from Paris over to London um, where the Australian cricket team are playing in the World Test Championships. Uh, end of day three, Australia uh, up by 296 runs, but it was a sloppy day in the field by the Aussies. Yeah, by their standards, of course, Candice, you would have been glued to it for very good reasons, mm-hmm. and, and we were too. But it was—it's it, a fantastic Test match, and as as warm-ups go for the Ashes, it's about as as good as you can get in terms of the conditions and um, adapting to the conditions, high-pressure in, um, environment. Uh, really impressed though with the way the Australians have handled just about everything. Rahane got going with the bat um, yesterday, but they, they got rid of him. A couple of, like Cam Green, okay, he drops a dolly, but then he takes an absolute screamer. So they, they cancel each other out. But, um, yeah, they, they, it's, it's looking, they're looking in really good shape for the Ashes. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised about what they've done in this Test match um, in particular, and that the pitch is going to play all kinds of tricks in, on days four and five. Now let's stay in England. A little bit of soccer this time. Football for the purists. First ever Aussie coach uh, was appointed in the Premier League, of course, Ange Postacoglu to Tottenham. A huge signing. What's the response been like, Adam? Yeah, it, over here it's like one of admiration for Ange mm. because in the football community he's so held, held in such high regard. And, and this is a guy back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine who couldn't get a job in the A League because mm. he was, you know, he was he was chucked on the scrap heap. And he's managed to, to to get a job with Brisbane Raw. And after that, it's been Melbourne Victory, Socceroos winning winning things with the Socceroos, Yokohama winning things there in Japan, Celtic. Tottenham. With Tottenham fans over in London in particular, it's a little along the lines of what Celtic fans were two years ago. It's you are joking, aren't you? A yeah. 50-something-year-old Australian is going to take over our football club after coaching in Japan and Australia, where my nan could win. They it's... don't even rate Scotland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, I think, though, that a lot more research has gone into it from Tottenham fans about what this guy's all about, Ange, and what he is about is is producing high-quality football teams, playing attractive football, and he's no-nonsense, and the, the way he speaks to the fans is as good as the way he speaks to his own players. He's a masterful um, talker in terms of motivational tactics. So, yeah, he'll be good. It's going to be a fun ride. And Lionel Messi going to the MLS, turning down $1.9 billion in Saudi Arabia to join David Beckham and into Miami. What about that? Oh, think of the oh. tax. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. First, what that nothing has changed, Richard Friedman. It's the first thing. Money. Pecuniary measures first. So he won't live there. If he lived in Saudi, he'd probably get it tax free. Yeah. But if he Look, lives in, in, in France or in England or somewhere like that, they'll tax him in that country. Mm. It, exactly. But with um his his deal there with Inter Miami, it's David Beckham's club into Miami and I think he's getting a little portion of a the, the ability to buy an MLS franchise after he is, yeah. he's got like oh. all kinds of funding through Apple who own the TV rights and MLS as well and ticket sales and merchandise so he's not missing out Leah. Slice of the pie that's now worth 1 billion dollars apparently mm. that is he, club. Is he is he is he worth that now at his age? Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. he still is. Well, uh, look what he did league, at the, yeah. that World Cup as well. He's oh. just and the amount of shirts that he would sell. Oh, mm, that's true. I'm going to get one. Next game, next that's... game he plays is actually against the Socceroos next Thursday night wow. in China. What about that? Enormous. Yeah. I bet we're not Money paying again. $1.9 We're not. No. no. I'm Chinese promoters paying a big dollar. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Peacock, always a pleasure. We can hear you on Listener's Willow Talk podcast, the Footy Talk podcast as well. This man does all sports. I know. He's a genius. He's a genius. Uh, we yeah. thank you for joining us, Adam Peacock. Cheers, guys. Have a good morning. When talking sport 24-7 is barely enough. Did you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. It's at this time we welcome in this dead set legend. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. That's right. Never miss a minute of the Rusty's Garage podcast. You can find it on the listener app. Greg Rust joins us on the line. Morning, mate. Morning, guys. I'm at the uh, the Winton Circuit uh, near Benalla in northern Victoria. Oh, yes. Wonderful, wonderful part of the world, but I'd imagine somewhat cold. Uh, yes. Mm. <laughs> Yes, brass monkeys. <laughs> Dan Ricardo, people by now must be saying, are you still here, mate? What are you doing? Now he's doing some broadcasting. He's still on the reserve bench for the car, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah but uh, there's an opportunity that's cropped up, and I reckon it's actually going to be quite cool, although it might be hard for Aussie audiences to see it. So ESPN have secured him for the three remaining events in the northern uh, in Northern America, including Canada, uh, Texas, and of course, Las Vegas, which we're really excited about. And he's going to he's going to pair Richard with Will Arnett, the actor and comedian. People might have uh, heard him on the Smartless podcast and mm. so on with Jason Bateman. Now, Ricardo was a guest on that during COVID, and they got on super well. There's really really good rapport between those guys. So, uh, an alternate kind of commentary. I reckon it'll be relaxed, a bit comedic and fun. And Ricardo will have on those current cars some very good insights and uh, we spoke about parody and supercars on last week's show uh, has there been some progress on this uh, to help the mustangs it does sound like there's been a little bit so they've been um looking at what they call engine mapping the way that it behaves and hoping to try and improve it i think around things like acceleration on the mustang so they've tried a few things during practice and so on at different recent events um, obviously they're off to to darwin next weekend and we're seeing as we talk literally this morning uh, and in the last few days, the unveiling of all the, the special Indigenous liveries that they tend to run for the Darwin event, which is a very, very popular stop on the calendar. Now, we all love our sporting memorabilia, whether it be Tom Brady's ball or um, Muhammad Ali's glass, I said ball. Um, but we I'm can't hearing, buy them. <laughs> but I'm hearing uh, an F1 driver's helmet might set you back a bit. Candice. How does half a million dollars Oh, set? stop it, Rusty. Ridiculous. So, That's how it so, sounds. Depends who it is. Who is it? So this set a, brand, a, a new record, right? So Charles Leclerc from Ferrari put his helmet up for grabs for charitable purposes to try and raise money for um, the region in Italy, which was badly affected by floods. And it's had Richard very worried about his forthcoming holiday and things. <laughs> yeah, I see. I see where this is going. <laughs> Really cool. It set a new record, nearly the, the equivalent of nearly half a million Australian dollars, and that is more than what was achieved for the previous record for a center or uh, for a um, uh, an Ayrton Senna helmet some time ago. So That's massive. Incredible. Who paid it? Do you know? Uh, well, I mean, it's a charitable auction, so anyone could have. Um, but know, did they? It, but someone paid it. Oh, obviously, yeah, Richard. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, my that's god, how it works. that's how an auction I mean, works. Are I mean, you serious? I just want to know who. 
It doesn't thoughts. matter. Well, you're going to go I'm over and... Someone that's got that fantastic promo that's happening on Triple yeah. M, Racing Royalty with Richard Fry. Oh, yeah, there he, is, wants, yeah. he yeah. wants to find out who it is so they can buy a share in one of his horses. <laughs> that's it. Not oh. just a share. It, <laughs> no, it has tossed up a wonderful question, though. How much would you pay for Tom Brady's balls? <laughs> yeah, hard to say. They're a bit old now, aren't they? <laughs> Depends what you want to do with Decreased them. in value. Uh, it's all thanks to Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Greg Russ, sorry for uh, uh, embroiling you in that filth. You have a good one, my friend. <laughs> See you, uh, This is wild. I love catching up on Saturdays with you guys. See you. You're, you're yeah, a good trusty. man. Yeah. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Richard's List of Grievances. You know how on this segment I like to tackle the big issues. Sure. Um, yeah. No trivia here. <laughs> The button-down fly. What sort of medieval punishment piece of equipment is the button-down fly? Do you ever want a button-down fly, Candice? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't well, think I it would a blow. pair of jeans that do. Yep. And it's if you need to go to the toilet in a hurry, huh. it's hectic. That's not when you need to go. It's after you've gone. <laughs> mm. uh, You've you got your hands down there. You're trying to button it up. The bloke next to you going, you all right there, mate? You all right there? You know, and all you say, yeah, mate, I'm trying to button up my fly. Yeah, of course sure you, you are. are. <laughs> of course you are. Yeah, yeah. You know? Take it to the store, mate. And then, I and don't want to see and it. And you're doing it as you're walking out, and then you walk out, and some some woman innocently standing there sees you, and just goes, oh, my God. Yeah. Leave it alone. What? No, What's not wrong in front with of me. the zip? Well, the zip, I've, it can be quite dangerous. Sometimes you do need to oh, take yes. your time around that area, <laughs> because if you're zipping too quickly. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Who hasn't caught? Mate, you I know, haven't. Like the end. Well, you so, haven't known. So what do you think? It should be like a Velcro fly. Velcro would be good. That Velcro is. <laughs> and then just sticking it back together again could be a little Hang bit. Hang on, you know? have I just unearthed something that isn't out there yet? The Velcro fly. The Velcro fly. Well, there's, then there's a danger of things could sort of poke through the Velcro. You know what, I'm, what uh, I mean? Well, not with you, Brenda. Can I tell you I mean, something? no, I wouldn't be affected. <laughs> no. No, like Shervo, the way you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Can I tell you something that I didn't realise until the other day? That it's it's to do with clothing, like a, a button-up shirt. Yeah. The buttons are on the different sides. Yes, for the yeah. women and the men. What what's with that? Why? So you can take them off quicker. Honestly, that's why. Right on. Really? Yeah, that's oh. why it is. What, the way what do you it mean? Is. Someone thought of that. Well, when you're in the bedroom, then everything comes off quicker yeah. because it's the hey, reverse. How so you're good used would to Velcro it. be? Everything's Velcro. It's the Dead Set Legends on Sydney's Triple M. Have a wonderful triple. See you soon. Thank you, mate.